right back where we started from. Hustle, scrape your guns, your shadow is a ton. Driving down the 101, California, here we come. Right back where we started from, California. Welcome to the OCD, bitch. The show where we take an in-depth episode by episode. Nitty to the gritty. Little bit minutias in a way nobody ever has or never will again. Look at the seminal and underrated prime time soap opera of the early aughts, the OC. I'm your host for the evening, Mike. And with me, as always, is Ryan. It would have been so easy for you. It was right there to say the nitty, the gritty. And then you're about to say minutia. And then for you to say the minitty. But uh, you respect the word minutia. So it's your favorite word. I can't, I can't diminutive it. It's your middle name. You're not going to make jokes about it, right? No. Like you make My jokes parents named me Michael Minutia Gravano for a reason. You make jokes about so many words. Some, Death, wor- some, some of them are dumb. Some of them are very important words. And you're, you'll be like, I don't care about that word. I'm going to make a joke about it. I'm going to shorten it or longen it. I don't like what the lawmakers are doing to the Constitution. Right. So you stretch out the word law, you added makers, and then you shorten consta. No, you lengthen consta to constitution. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but minutia, you don't touch. Minutia's a good word. Mm-hmm. I love how uh, none of the letters make sense. No. I love a long word that means little bitty things. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, uh, if you're trying to learn English, yacht. What the fuck do you do with yacht? Go yacht yourself. Do, are you like? Are you just okay with the English language now? Is no. This, is this a hack bit? Are we doing airplane food bits right now? I'm sick of airplane food. I don't like... I think airplane bits need to evolve. Why am I paying $13.95 for a half-cooked egg and a fucking roll? Here's what I want. I'm on an airplane. I want some food. Airplane bits. Give me that bowl of cereal, airplane mm. bits. Give me the milk, airplane milk, and let me eat that fucking bowl of cereal. You got some sugary chunks and you got the marshmallows. It's airplane bits. If I have a bowl half filled of sugary chunks, uh-huh. the only thing I want is marshmallows yeah. to gotta, balance out all of the food bases. You got to balance it out. So sugary chunks are just like smaller sugar cubes. Yes. And marshmallows are different than that. They are harder, staler sugar cubes. I don't want to be that guy color. who's like, get off my porch marshmallows, but... Yeah, that sounds racial. Don't, <laughs> don't we or all... Or you hate Veronica Mars fans. And I absolutely do. Love the show, hate the fans. She's, oh, that's how I feel about literally everything I'm into. Do you, is there an age where you're like, I think that I shall never eat another marshmallow again? No. That's I, a garbage fucking food, bro. I thought I was there, and then I... Uh, I don't like cereal for breakfast because I'm hungry in a half an hour. Just for lunch and dinner. Uh, just for lunch and dinner. But I do, I do like it as a dessert because ice cream hurts my tum-tum. Mm-hmm. Uh, cereal's very good. And I found s'mores cereal. Motherfucker, it's like they put, they took Golden Grahams, put Lucky Charms marshmallows, and then added just the chocolate parts of Reese's Puffs. Yeah, it's see, amazing! Even with s'mores. S'mores is like uh, getting a blowjob, a handjob, and dog shit in your face at the same time. I love the blowjob and the handjob. But I could probably do Why? without the dog shit. What? What makes you think you need to add the dog shit to this scenario? Marshmallows are always making things worse and never better. John Milk's booth, big marshmallow fan. Big marshmallow fan. So if he hated marshmallows, he'd be fine with all of his other actions. I think so. He's a good actor, and nobody talks about that. Just nobody talks about how good of a painter Hitler was. I just I think that I am sort of done, and cotton candy's also on this list. Oh yeah, cotton candy can go fuck blowjob handjob itself. You took sugar, you put it on the ceramic wheel you from like ghosts, spun it ghost style. You had dead Patrick Swayze, who's actually now dead. Uh, and so that's guys, not okay. You guys turned it into a food. 
Marshmallow Cotton Candy, get the fuck out of here. What if Taffy was a ghost? It's just the ghost of Taffy. Taffy, though, does have a flavor. like it, Salt water. That Fine. At least it tastes like disgusting beach and not just teeth rot. It tastes like if you're trying to not drown. That's what saltwater taffy is. That's the only time you're drinking that. And my favorite part of uh, trying to not drown, you just make yourself drown oh, more. Oh, you're drowning so much harder. You should try to not to try to not try to not drown. What is scarier to you? Being lost in the ocean or in like a Scrooge McDuck silo of saltwater taffy? Oh, is that God. the same thing? You, you said the scariest thing, like my true biggest fear, and then gave me a new biggest fear. That is so much worse. Because water, at least I can tread a little. But saltwater taffy... It's almost like it becomes hands that drags you down under. It's so thick. The reason I'm picking the silo, though, is that saltwater taffy tastes like a mixture of saltwater and taffy, uh-huh. our two favorite tastes. <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> Whereas saltwater, is, there's no taffy. There's That's no just straight up saltwater. Just saltwater and sharks. That's what you're dealing with the goddamn ocean. At that point, I'd probably even take a, silo? a marshmallow. Just give me a marshmallow to cling to. Arkham Asylo. That's where you're at. <laughs> Tonight on the O. See, it's the power of love. Sandy didn't forget his 20th anniversary. Honest. Just ask him. And just watch him squirm as he tries to make things right. Also, Seth and Ryan are grounded, and DJ calls it quits with Marissa. DJ calls it quits with Marissa. All that and more on tonight's The O.C.D. And time out from the show. Oh my God, Mike. Is this the most fun show that we've ever done? Uh-huh. I have noticed that in tonight's show, you have eaten more packets of McDonald's nugget sauce so I am than any other show. If you're going to throw that shade at me, I'm allowed to talk. Well, yeah, you're always allowed to talk, bro. You said timeout, so I froze. No, I was calling timeout from the show that we're doing, and okay. we're in the middle of. I thought no, you, it's just me and you were calling timeout and meeting McDonald's sauces. And now we're out of time because you couldn't fucking figure out what the premise is. So, I understand the uh, premise. What website would you go to if you want to? No, if you already have a ton of sauces but no nuggets and you need a website to read and look at. You need more nuggets? Go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You can probably buy nuggets there and it'll help us a little. They are older but better, right? Older but better, yeah. Nuggets are like wine. Let them get weird. Yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Uh, if you if we needed more nuggets and the audience wanted us to have more nuggets right. and sauces to accommodate, then how would they get us that kashish besides Amazon right. to uh, get us those nuggets? I, I, honest- I, I, I'm setting you up for Patreon. Do you understand? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. So Twitter is where you want to go. I, I, I honestly Good eat twist nuggets ending. just f- to get more sauces, and I need more nuggets always. Uh, and I'd say please go to patreon.com slash your pop filter. Pick the amount of nuggets you want to give us every month in a dollar amount. They do not have the technology yet to put it in nugget amount. And by the way, McDonald's, just because we ordered 50,000 nuggets this week, you can still put them in their little cardboard packages. Like yeah. we don't want to dump truck dumping We're not nuggets monsters. all over our lawn. Don't dump truck dump nuggets all over our lawn. Do you still eat the nuggets that touch the grass? Or is it only nuggets oh, yeah. that touch other nuggets? No, the nuggets in the grass get just soaked in barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. And then you swallow them. Because that's like a it's a cleansing agent. Yes. It gets away it's it gets rid of the germs. Exactly. And then if you just do one spritz of Lysol in each sauce, then it gets rid of the germs. Okay, so you did YouTube.com. Slash your pop filter. Yeah, let's pretend there's something there. You did you did yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You did patreon.com slash your pop filter. Yes. Is there just like a basic yourpopfilter.com? I that would be wild. I don't even know. Type go it to, in, see go what to yourpopfilter.com and see what happens. Will it Manchurian candidate you out? <gasps> Manchurian candidate out! Mic drop. Good. Good. Uh bye.
Ryan? Oh, my God. It's like Popeye's spinach to me. Like, I did not pay a single second of attention to that intro. It's clear. Because until I hear you say my name in one of the dumbest ways that I've ever heard it, I can't be on the show. Does it affect you that I cannot, like, when I roll up and we would go to, like, hang out like normal friends to get our cars washed or whatever normal friends do. And now that is just how I say your name all of the time. It's crazy. And I just go, hey, Ryan, how's your day? We order food, and they're like, what's your name? And I'll be like, Ryan. And then uh, I'll sit down, and you'll go back to the person working there as if it was my birthday and say, like, hey, when you announce his name, can you not just say, like, Ryan? Like, don't be, like, a boring asshole. Don't just be, like, Ryan. Can you just be, like, Ryan? It's pronounced Ryan. Did you learn that Ryan? And here's how, this is why it happens. This is the birth of it. This is the afterbirth of all of it. That is, at Wood for birth. Yeah. This is, you are Ryan, and he is Ryan. And people need to know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, so we can, like, separate. Our I got show, it, yeah. obviously, really cares about clarity mm-hmm. and narrative. Clarative. Clarative is what I use on my skin. And Ryan, we've learned, going back to breakfast from the intro, and is a standing the, cereal eater. The normal way that you said that, we are now talking about Ryan Atwood. Ryan Atwood. Who eats TV cereal. Who eats TV cereal. Cereal brand cereal. Now, I have an issue with this because I try to save my meals for alone time, relaxing, read a little bit, maybe watch a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the way read that Atwood does it is this is fuel. I'm mm-hmm. standing here. I'm going to shovel it in my mouth, and then I'm going to go about my day. And what bugs me about that, other than he doesn't have the fat laziness we have, is you do that with chicken breast and broccoli. You don't get your sugar smackaroos and try to be like, well, this is just fuel. I'm on the move. Dude, if you're eating sugar smackaroos, lounge, play your ninja game. Yes, but he is 17 sans, or not sans, but slash uh, 29 right. at this point. So he can still do the sugar smackaroo. So if Ryan Atwood is 17 sans slash 29, is Jim Gordon 35 sans slash 54? Are you talking about Detective Southland? Yes, Detective Southland himself. Yes, he is 78 sans slash PQR. He looking good. He is. He's aged out of numbers. The dude married Marina Baccarin. Not just married her, but said, hey, you know that marriage that you're currently in? Be in my marriage. Probably bunk, huh? And it worked. Probably dumb and stinky. And she's like, Jim Gordon, I don't care. Wait, are you Ryan Atwood? I do. Oh, he just tilted his head slightly to the side, and she went, oh, I like that southwest angle. Wristicuffs. Uh, so he's a standing breakfast eater, and the phone rings. And this is a time in our lives, that he didn't stare at that phone and panic and not know what to do, like what I do when a phone rings. Because it's not Kate Fear, the movie. He just answered it. Uh, And Seth is at Alex's. He spent the night there. And he says, if you're alone, cough twice. And Ryan just goes, well, yeah, I'm alone. Seth, like, wants to be cool and just does it dumb. Yes, and also, Seth, like many of the characters outside of Ryan thinks and understands that he's on a TV show. Mm -hmm. Ryan does not. If you're alone, there is no reason to say anything but I'm alone. Right. And is this Ryan's moment of the week, uh, comedy-wise, and is that the new award that we're moving into? That, like, Atwood gets one... Atwood's gonna Atwood, and it's when he's funny? He's funny. Like, we're we're always gonna go back to the throw an aspirin bottle right at Seth's head. Uh Was that this episode? No, that was... That was last episode. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, I think season two is Ryan gets one. And so Ryan saying, I'm alone, uh-huh. is his joke. Yeah. And then Seth being like, not very stealth. Like, Seth, his tone is a joke, but you can tell he's bummed that Ryan's not playing. But Ryan is playing just his own GD game. Uh, what I like is Atwood's going to Atwood is he, and I guess eventually we'll figure out what this award means. 
uh, Seth goes, can you cover me for my parents? And just Ryan, there's not a minute, there's not a thing. He just goes, no. Mm-hmm. Then he does cover for him, but I do like him being like, no, fuck you. But he's been spending, like, I would say three episodes at this point telling Lindsay, like, they're my parents, and, like, I owe them so much, and I can't do this anymore. Uh-huh. And for Seth's bullshit, like, forceful, I'm trying to do bullshit, bullshit. Right. I don't even have time for this. I know we're supposed to be brothers or whatever, but no, dude. And then we see later that even when he tries, he's not. Like, they he's, bust him immediately. He's not great at lying, but I think his heart's not in it. His, his uh, words are saying no, no matter what Cause, his yeah, mouth is saying. When somebody says, hey, I think you're lying, you have a decision right there. Do you double down I and say- I think you're lying! How dare you accuse me of that? Or just smile and be like, yeah, I'm what, lying. What kind of liar were you in high school? Oh, the best. Yeah? Yes. To your parents, to your friends, to your girlfriends, to everybody? Oh, all people. How? How? What was your tactic? My goal was knowing the difference between uh, not enough detail and too much detail. Mm-hmm. Like, I always wanted to find that perfect middle ground. And then, so so Ryan, uh, not Ryan, but Ryan, they go, where's Seth? And he goes, he went to school early. And they're like, he never goes to school early. And he says, well, he was working a report. And they go, about what? Stop there. Just say, like, I don't know. I don't and then f- leave the room. I'm not, I'm not my, your son's keeper. Nobody knows what paper people are writing. <laughs> Shut up. It's a paper, idiots. Uh, but instead he goes, fuck, I think I had to write this down. It was so detailed. The history of agriculture in 20th century California. And he says it so fast. And Kirsten's just like, oh, interesting. And Sandy's like, Mofo, I was a public defender. Yeah. That's a lie. Do you know what kind of lie that is? That is a fake ID lie. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me who you are, and then you run through the fact- My weight is this, my eyes are this, my hair is this. (laughs) My weight is 216, my eyes are two. Okay, stop. My age is 16, shit. Uh, And my kind of lie, thank you for asking, so you just would lie very well in the middle details? Perfectly. Uh, I would lie poorly often, and so people would think I was a bad liar. So when I needed a lie, like with cop stuff or gross stuff, uh, I could lie very well. And people would be like, well, Mike's a bad liar. This is the truth. Idiots! <laughs> Suck it, family members who are listening to this now. And I'm re- I've, for the last 10 years, I've been really trying to get that out of my system. But I will just lie badly about something that doesn't matter on purpose because it's just a fucking hammer to a knee. Do you think that lying is fun? Oh, like, what? you and I have, uh, I would say, more integrity than Sandy Cohen or Atticus Finch. Like, sure. we are basically chiseled out of integrity. But much like those people who have to steal, even though they're rich, they steal a candy bar just for the thrill. Uh-huh. You ever just lie just because, let's just see? Yes. I had a friend who thought, uh, so I was a bando. I was in the marching band, as you can tell by my voice and just general demeanor through high school. I met a friend, and he thought I was CIF champion point guard because that's the one position I can name in basketball for two years. And then when uh, he said it to a friend, like he was just like, we're all talking about high school. And I was like, oh, like, so did you meet Mike through basketball? And the friend laughed in his face. He was so hurt because why would anybody? It was only me and him in a room. Why would anybody just do that to him for years? I had forgotten that lie at that point. Yeah, I mean, what you're banking on there is that like this person thinks that I'm just a normal human being Uh and doesn't know that basketballs need to be dribbled much less could play point guard in right. a CAF championship. And especially because like I was so if you talk to me for 3 minutes you can tell how little I know about what the internet likes to call sports ball. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't Which is know all sports anything. Combined. So I just but I knew point guards who went, "Oh shit, he does know that. That has to be real." But like it's the perfect lie because if you were to do something that you were into, like I'm a comic book writer uh-huh. or I'm into devil sticks, you would have blown that. Yeah, we but just to like about devil sticks. just to give out the limited amount of information that you had, where mm-hmm. uh, I'm a basketball player, 
shit, that's all the information I know about basketball. And then they're like, cool, cool, okay, okay. And then they walk away. You're good. And especially, like, it wasn't an ego thing. He didn't think I was cooler now. It was just, why would anybody lie about that? Yes. That's who I am. The other thing I like to do is go super big uh-huh. and then twist at the end. So, like, hey, what are you doing now? And I'm like, oh, I'm an astronaut. Well, I applied, but the person Russia said, said uh, no. you'll be an astronaut. I'm just kidding. Astro. Not. NASA I, loves not jokes. And I was, like, so impressed by the NASA person's not use that I decided to dedicate my life to so tying knots for the Navy. I'm their janitor. <laughs> Uh, I like that you brought up Sandy's integrity because that is integral to this episode. Uh, You're using words so good right now. I'm trying. Uh, trying. Kirsten is very like lovey-dovey in the morning. And they, they're a good relationship in general. Uh, but she's like extra and not in a gross way, like in a fun way. She's extra sexy. She's not extra anything except for perfect. And she, he's, she's like, happy anniversary. And you see, we see his face because she's doing that sweet neck kiss. And he goes... Happy anniversary to you as well, which is not somebody who knows their anniversary's way of responding. So I've been married a year and a half. You've been married a half, right? Uh-huh. That's where we're at. Um, and we're dudes. We're dude dudes. Like we're 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 fucking. I was point guard and took us to CIF. I'm a dude. We're always chewing gum and drinking Baja Red. Like we're fucking dudes, <laughs> right? Dudes. But is this a real thing that happens? What? Or is this the TV tropiest thing that the OC did not do cool? They just used it that a guy would forget it, his fucking anniversary. It feels like something Cal would do and feels like a betrayal of Sandy because... But Cal is a barely human piece of right. shit. But is somehow the most realistic character on the show. But don't you... Like, so Sandy gets so busy. They don't right. talk about what they're going to do that weekend. You just you just go la, 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 la all week when you're having dinner don't with your wife. Don't be shy. I just feel like... La, la, la. Kiss your wife. All we did was build up to your wedding. Uh-huh. All we did was build up to my wedding. Right. I don't remember your wedding date. But I remember, like, August 12th is in my head forever. Me too. Like, that's not... That, the day I kill you. Does that seriously happen to people? To dudes? I don't... like, And they, they have a crazy life. But it's... One, it's dominant tack. And two, I truly believe it's insane for a married couple to not talk about what they would do for their anniversary. To be like, I'll never mention this. And then we'll definitely do something fun. <laughs> What if he has plans that night? What it like? That it's bananas. Here's what I do like though, Sandy. You you, you fuck the bucket, but uh, for Kirsten, Mister Bucket, right in that mouth. I like how she pretends to believe the best in him, knowing that he totally forgot, uh-huh. and then waits like half an episode to be like, "I knew Wait. you forgot, motherfucker." <laughs> because his first response is uh, He's a first responder. He he turns around and he doubles down. Not only does he do the happy anniversary to you as well, my dear. He goes, I love you more than I did 19 years ago. And this is her, like, they are a funny, bitty couple. She says, you love me more than the year after we got married? And he goes, mm-hmm. Because the first year's honeymoon phase, that's not even real. That's chemical bullshit. That's all very funny. Okay. I do think that it's going to be hard for me to forget the date. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be very easy for me to forget how what many year? years. And is that a big deal? Uh, I think that... Mess, messing up 15 and 16, or maybe 16 and 17, uh-huh. that's not that big of a deal. But 20, 19 and 20. you should remember 20. Especially because that meant you had four blissful years without Seth. You just got to be married without that piece of shit. You'd say something that like could be made fun of, and then and you'd listen, and it just wasn't made by. fun of. Wow. And then, But he does this. So he doubles down on the TV show trope and goes, oh, you better get ready for tonight. The biggest celebration you have ever seen. And this isn't a city that there's a giant celebration every other week. We live in real life. 
right? We I, don't live in a city where we can just make magical things happen. We can go meet our son's girlfriend and say, hey, you owe me. Throw, me a, throw me a party. I think if I did do that double down thing, and I probably absolutely will, I'm just going to Canada. Yeah. I, I'm just admitting. There's no way that I can make her so stoked that like this is going to be better than any anniversary. Right. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I quit. I quit, Mr. White. Uh, we have or, to take a break. Sorry, real nope. quick. I just had this idea. I'm going to do both. I'm going to leave and make it the best anniversary. I'm going to join WWE, and I'm become a fighter. And I'm gone. I'm on tour. And she's so impressed because my love, our love, our 20th anniversary love, made me know how to wrestle. All in a day? All in a day. Look, John Favs tried to do that with Monica on Friends, and it did not work. That's eventually why she left him. And he's the best. I know people are fucking pro-Richard, and some weirdos are pro-her and Chandler, but John Favs was the best she had on that show. Monica dated the guy from Pod Saves America? Yeah. Huh. And nobody talks about it anymore. The only TV show they talk about is 1600 Pen. We got to take a break. When we come back, let's go to the other side of the tracks, which is even richer, and the drama in the Cooper household. Mike, we have so many shows. Time out. What's up? No, I, just, I was helping. Thank you. you did Time good. out from the show. We have so many shows that we have to promote. The internet has so many podcasts. Yes. Let's pick three or four special little boys that we're going to promote right now. From the internet? Right. Or from us? From us. Well, I mean, you get to pick. I do them from us. Okay, but lock the gates. WTF just hit the thousandth episode. Uh-huh. People should probably check it out. So that's one, idiot. <laughs> you only have three more. <laughs> Taylor Talking Taylor comes out every Tuesday. That is the first Tuesday of the month where our pal Taylor ostensibly talks to and or about or maybe he whispers at Taylor's. I haven't listened. I don't know. You set this up nicely because uh, you and I are on three podcasts together and you have two left. <laughs> so go ahead and pick the two. Uh, and then you should definitely check out uh, Mike and Ryan scream about the OC, where we like to call it the OCD, where every Thursday we go through episode by episode, just critique and break down the nuances of the most underrated show of the early aughts. And uh, OCD is sometimes called movie of the year. So yes. is there any other shows that we have? When when our friend Greg guests, he breaks into the garage and he starts hosting, we call that movie of the year, where we pick a year and then we talk about the best movies of that year. Why does Greg not look like the Kool-Aid Man, but every wall hole he makes looks exactly like the Kool-Aid Man? That's his magical power, my friend. And then there's the Superhero Hour Hour, the flagship show, where every week Taylor leads us through literally every single live-action comic book-based TV show. <laughs> so many of them. Even We used to get summers off. Remember when we did Superhero Hour and we'd be like, there's not enough shows. Let's watch Batman the Animated Series, I guess. Nope, never again do we get to do that. I mean, we still do it every day, but we don't sure, get to talk Sure, but about that's it. just for us and nobody else. Uh, subscribe to those, rate them, review them. It helps us out so much. Mike, real quick, how do you contact us? Contact at yourpopfilter.com is our email for the time being. Let us know how we're doing. Wait, are we going to change it? Let's we'll like, see. Who knows? Let's get saucy. That was weird. And then do we have any robot associates? A robot associate. I asked you a yes or no question. Yes. Thank you. That's the commercials. At your pop filter. Over at the Cooper Nichols residence, they're taking a photo shoot. Yes. For a magazine. Fox Monthly, the OC Weekly. uh, Riviera? TV Magazine Monthly has come over to the house. And, uh, like, is it a center spread of best get-out-of-jail-free cards? And there's no buildup. Right, no. I don't know how often, like, when you get a call that says that the magazine is coming over to shoot you, is that like an hour warning? Is that like a month warning? How much time does Julie Cooper have to prepare? They yet? had at least a day. 
she's saying tomorrow this is happening and Mercer's going no it's not and she's like yes it is and Cal's like I fucking want to kill myself and after a season of like the back half of the first season and the front half of the second season where Cal is basically just a DC villain uh huh this is his most realistic of him like he's got the newspaper and he keeps getting interrupted and Julie cares about things that he cares not about right and she's like you should at least be neutral. And he goes, this is neutral. And that made me, that's the first time I felt warm towards Cal. So. Is that made me laugh. And I was like, yeah, that's a funny line. And this is the most you could care is still reading in front of her. When you and I leave our wives, buy motorcycles, accidentally kick the motorcycles off a cliff, walk to our new house that we bought, and the magazine's coming over, which of the two of us is caring where the photographer is? So do we get the house or do we get the view? Yeah. And which one of us is trying to just read the newspaper? If my brain tells me it's reading time and anybody starts interrupting that, and I know this is a huge flaw in mine, I turn into a little snide shithead. Yeah, I mean, I've seen this in action recently. Uh, we sat down to watch one Avengers colon endgame. Uh-huh. And two seconds before the movie started, your brain was like, it's reading time. And you brought out the brightest, biggest Kindle. Like, you have a seven-foot Well, Kindle. it's dark in that room. I right. can't bring out my book light. Turned it all the way to 100%, and you were like, I care not for the uh, Avengers Endgame. It's reading time. Look, I want to see this. My brain is telling Is this a mental disorder? I think it is. Uh, it, it truly is. Like, it's not a decision. I didn't put it on to-do list. My brain's just like, I expected to be able to tune out the world right now in this exact way. If anybody disrupts it. They are a monster. And I sort of understand that the thing I don't understand is how you put away the human snacks and get out cans of wet dog food, and that's what you munch on while you're reading in the movie theater. I'm a literate human. That's what we eat. Uh, I have perfected my size getting louder and louder and louder. And now I am uh, a poet uh, because I didn't have enough things for people to mock me about. And if I'm reading poetry and anybody is crunches a chip loudly, like... My yeah. sigh is so pointed and loud. You are basically uh, Raphael sharpening his weapons in the Grand Canyon. That's how loud your sighs are. Look, I can burn through a fantasy chapter while somebody's chattering away about their day. But if just because you want to have sort of ignore each other phone fuck around time while I'm reading poetry, that's on you. And I, is there a polite way for me to handle that instead of sighing louder and louder and louder until it's, ah! It's not the size that are loud, though. I mean, they are loud, but it's the because of how big a seven foot Kindle is, uh -huh. uh, and the page turn mechanism is as loud as it gets a seven foot. Louder. Yeah. So you're basically like some guy in an ancient old library. Why are we writing seven foot books on a Kindle? <laughs> if carpal tunnel doesn't kill you, you live long enough to see become a villain. And also, if you're writing uh, pages on Kindles, like you just got the one page, and then you have to find a new Kindle to write the second page. Yeah, I burn through Kindles. So Cal is they're pronounced candles, but that's candles. I, I do burn through a lot of candles as well. Cal's going through uh, the newspaper or trying to, and then the fight continues. And it, are you going to go? Or are you not going to go? Give me money, and I'll go. This is Julian Marissa, and Marissa because Marissa goes, give me money, just straight up. And Marissa, becomes, I sort of hate her and sort of respect it. Well, she knows what her parents are worth, right? Uh -huh. And she's become like, pay me to go away. Or I'll throw a fucking patio furniture straight into that pool just before the photo shoot. Front of the photo. What she doesn't realize is that she's just basically become Mona Lisa Saperstein. Right. She is just saying, money please. But not even adorably. No, just no, no. angrily. Right. Money please. It doesn't even have that brother to come along and say, she wants money. money. Uh, that's what Caitlin could do, but she's taking care of China, who has alopecia. Uh, so she's just somewhere in Africa gluing hair to a horse. <laughs> just weeping. Uh... 
Cal just hands her a wad of cash, and well, Julie uh, is furious. I have been, I have received wads of cash from my parents, uh-huh. and it was typically three or four, and maybe accidentally nine dollars. <laughs> what do we think Marissa got right there? Four hundred dollars. Cal is standing under in like in the backyard of a uh, four million square foot adobe built house. Uh-huh. How much wads of cash is in her hand? I, I truly think four hundred to nine hundred dollars accidentally. So thirteen hundred dollars. And to Marissa, is that okay? Oh, she was expecting forty. To Jimmy Cooper, that's I, a new life. I do think even if you're that rich as a kid and somebody just hands you forty to eighty dollars, that's a crazy day. I once had uh I, I was dating this gal and we were very close and I was her ducky, if Ducky succeeded at the end mm-hmm. of that movie. And her dad, uh we were all going out, her dad turns to her her little brother, he's like, Do you need money? He's like, Yes. He went to her, do you need money? She went, yes. And I was like, this is crazy. My parents only say, give me money now. <laughs> and then he was like, Mike, do you need money? Like, sort of jokingly. And I was like, no, nah, thanks, man. I'm good. And he went, hey, never say no. And I went, this is what a parent feels like. And he handed me a lot of cash. And that $10 changed my life. It was 10 bucks. Yeah. Okay, that does go against the I got theory gas, I was about to say. And I got to eat food. Well, anything gives you gas. I'm sure you got gas, ate food, and then you got gas. Double gas. Uh, but it feels like that parents, when they're handing the wad over, at no point have any idea how much things cost. Right. Like, you're either getting $2 or $400. And what a hilarious prank that is. It's just like, this is in the wallet. I got to empty the wallet out this day. If I don't, it'll explode a la old Mission Impossible. And this comes from the days where, like, you'll be like, oh, I have to stop by the ATM to get some cash so I have cash in my wallet. Right. If OC was 2019, Caleb would pull out his phone and just Venmo Marissa some amount of money. And they're both like, what is that amount? There's, I don't know what those symbols mean. But Marissa would have not talked to them. She would have requested an <laughs> amount of money of Venmo. From her room. <laughs> oh, they need to reboot the OC. It'd be so fucking good. So Marissa's doing that. And then we, we jump back to school. Seth is in the clothes he was in the day before. And Summer is ragging him for it. Right? She's like, oh, you smelly, dirty bastard. Because Summer can only assume that, what, like, the Comic Con went late. Yeah. What you won't like? Are you PB Herman or Albert Einstein? Where you have the same closet full of clothes? There has to be some nerd reason for you to be in the, the same clothes. And she's a little extra mad because him and Zach are getting along and talking about comic books. And she does say, "What did you do? Shack up at your girlfriend's and do the walk of shame to school this morning?" And man, when he's like, "Oh." You got it 100% right away. She is bombing. So Seth is like, oh, my God. She said the exact right thing and then does a cocky face. But it's important to always, always, always look at Ryan. Uh-huh. Because Ryan's face gives everything away. Right. Ryan's face gives more away than the amount of barbecue tools that Sandy has at any <laughs> point. Yes. So Seth does a really cool thing of like, well, you guessed wow. it. But Ryan's like, whoa! Oh, Summer, are you psychic? And she is bummed, tries to hide it. I will say what this episode as well is, Seth never knows how much that hurts her. She lets everybody else know. But Seth is just like, I'm sleeping with Olivia Wilde. I mean, yes. There are a few things that could get me over Rachel Bilson. I feel like Olivia Wilde would be one of them. But yes, this is not like, I slept with Alex to hurt you, Summer. Seth is like, we're all friends. We're moving on. Right. I like Zach. Can't you be cool with this? Uh, And then... It all bites Seth in the ass because Ryan was too specific on that paper. And maybe Summer ratted him out. I don't think that happened. Uh, Sandy and Kirsten are furious with Seth. I've never seen them like this. We're a season and a half in. And 
Sandy's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. No fun and games. This is not Sandman, Sand time. Sandy, hello, how are you? But more importantly is Kirsten. The it's, look on her face is devastating. It's, it's crazy because Sandy whips out the, what do you have to say for yourself? And that's like, I do like, Seth is, he just looks at Ryan like, what do we do here? And Ryan has nothing for him. And then Sandy gets to look shocked because Sandy goes, do you even know what weekend this is? And Seth's like, it's your 20th anniversary. And then Sandy's like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, and then he threatens them with Julie Cooper. He's like, if you guys fuck around, Julie Cooper. Oh, we're jumping ahead. Why are they mad at both of them? We didn't even say it. Why are they also mad at Ryan, Ryan? Well, Seth snuck out. He was grounded. He snuck out. Ryan lied about it. And they kept that going. And... I guess Ryan is in less trouble, right? Like, as a parent, do you understand that? It's less trouble, more that weird. half ass attempt at lying is less in trouble than, like, the actual sneaking out? Uh-huh. Yes. But it is, like, my mom used to do this shit all the time. Like, sneak you're out. lying like you, she would just try to sneak out on us forever. Mom, you're I'm grounded. buying cigarettes. Mom. Uh, be like, you lie to me. That's so, dis- like, it's, I would... I would never do that to you. And I'm like, wait, that's not the same relationship. Did you lie to your mom? That's not the point. We have a different relationship. But I think part of being a parent is the same thing as like becoming a manager. Like you want everyone to respect you and Michael never Scotting. lie to you. But you have to understand that now you're in charge and they, they're going to do wrong things. I would, if I, if I sethed it, I would bring home donuts. I would uh, sleep at a friend's house or a lady's house. And I didn't even know the lady. And get a bunch of donuts and come home. If they were awake, be like... I just had a weird bug, woke up early, took a walk, got you guys donuts, and I do like for a while, they're like, we'll let this slide, because I like donuts. Okay. I, I really feel like that I am going to be a very pacifist, very calm, very talk it out, very Sandy Cohen-like parent, but now I'm starting to think that if you were my son and you did any of that straight to punches, I would beat the <laughs> you shit You think we're you. that fucking oh dumb? Oh my god. I would treat you like you. I caught you smoking a cigarette. I would take you out in the backyard, make you eat every one of those donuts. <laughs> but also, like, so maybe I was a little shady doing that. I found out at some point that if I said I was at a friend's house, my stepdad would then later drive by that friend's house. So isn't that the kind of insane strictness that pushes somebody even harder? Yeah, this is why people want to fuck around at Disneyland more than Magic Mountain. Because Magic Mountain doesn't give a shit. Six Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California. Six Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California is just like, please don't stab each other. Right. Anything else, whatever. But like, if you litter, I guess. And then people don't litter. But Disneyland's so yeah. anal about littering that people just want to. That you, I could point you to what ride to hide behind to get any drug you want at Disneyland. But here's the thing. Oh, man. If I may, move on a little bit. Please. They do buy it. Kirsten eventually, like, relaxes her face, and her face is toy. Like, yeah. she is upset. But they're like, okay, we got it. And then Sandy comes upstairs. Yeah, they're like, because this is what's great. They're watching TV, the, the parents. They're watching TV. And a great parent exchange is Sandy's like, if all we do is lock them in the rooms to do their homework, what are they going to learn? And Kirsten says, their homework? And Sandy's like, let's make them watch Bill O'Reilly with us. One, guys, why are you watching Bill O'Reilly? That's fucking crazy. And even if we didn't get the conversation we knew that the conversation would be in the background of them going back to Portland. Of uh-huh. Kirsten saying, you fucking hippie uh-huh. parent. And Sandy's saying, oh, that shit you're handcuffing them, you're putting them in prison. Yeah. It hurt. So Sandy goes up. Seth is straddling the window. about. He's like, nope, I can't do a half an hour of grounding. And then Kirsten goes to the pool house to get Ryan. They let Lindsay show up because they are studying. And they are closed. They are ludicrousing making out. There are... 
high school TV kisses, right? And uh-huh. it's mostly like closed mouth, standing up, maybe against the locker, but maybe that's too sexy. Ryan and uh, Lindsay are uh, shirts off. I think they're about to pen a trade. <laughs> it is crazy. And keep in mind that Kirsten does not even know that they are holding hands right. at this point and walks in and it's Ryan a, is shirtless. It's a telenovela going on in that room. Hot and heavy. All the windows are steamed. And I love how fucking much cold water like they went in the direction that would give them the most cold water uh-huh. sandy learns that his parenting skills are maybe a little too lax and the trust on seth sorry dude seth's just a fucking asshole yeah and then uh kirsten comes in and says like well at least i know all of the oh my god what the what i don't know how to deal with this ryan i hate to say this back to chrismica we're going back to chrismica let's do it we gotta take a break and by a break i mean a week off that is the episode. Huge cliffhanger. Will the Coens ever come together? What will the boys do? Will Hugh Cliffhanger be introduced in this episode? Will Hugh? Is that his name? Hugh. Cliffhanger? Hugh Cliffhanger. Will Summer ever get over the fact that Seth is sleeping with somebody first? Will Julie ever get the photographer that she wants? Who knows? You have to tune back next week. Will DJ cast that check? DJ, cast that check! We haven't even talked about that check that's next week. (laughs) Until then, thank you, Holophonics, and stay gay, dads, and get me those green lantern JPEGs. California! California!